Welcome to week four of the FPL podcast. I'm your host, the commissioner. How about them, Rebels? Just uh, over here, enjoying my first victory, eating some mom's spaghetti, getting ready for the, the battle ahead. <laughs> Are yeah, you so, ready yet? Um, yeah, it looks awful. It looks like um, Chef Boyardee was uh, mixed with meth, and uh, I will not be attending. You would be incorrect. Incorrect. Um, yeah, so how's it feel to be uh, on the board? I, we're about the quarter point of the regular season. Um, some teams are seeing their destiny for the year, um, starting to check out already. I can. I was pretty worried that you were going to be one of them if uh, you started 0-3, but uh, you're on the board and uh, you're feeling it. I can tell in the chat. Uh, it was in play. I definitely became friends with the ledge. We, we had some conversations. I, I, I might've peered over once or twice, uh, but I held my ground, turned, turned to my source of truth, Mr. Henry Ruggs III. And uh, even though I didn't quite start him, he was there on my bench supporting me and we uh, had a great pep talk and, and got it done. Wow, so you're going the Fox route and taking victory laps for guys on your bench, which is actually the Presto <laughs> route. Um, well, I mean, no, it was just an encouraging sign. And I, I'm just happy that he continues to uh, further distance himself from uh, Braylon Edwards. Uh, may he rest in peace. Did I don't know. It, Braylon's actually had some decent games, but the funny part is – Someone did a uh, catch by quarter. Over half his catches are in overtime this year. <laughs> so um, seems sustainable. Well, look, I think um, I'm happy that I picked Rugs, but Edward seems like a good player. <laughs> I just don't understand why they're not using him. I'm okay with it because it, it definitely plays into the bit, but it is uh, it is weird. I feel like he should be getting more looks from a team that's passing 80 times a game. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think they need to get Peyton Barber his touches. So uh, I'm not sure how you know their two uh, top picks from last year fit into that. Well, enough about that. Um, I, I guess – the dead horse that I really want to talk about this week is Andrew. Yeah. So speaking of checked out, like th- this is the, uh, the prime candidate, um, Andrew, you know, he had a very interesting, uh, and hilarious video that he paid us currency for. Um, and then he promptly got smacked in the face by groom. I don't, I actually think that we should take this moment. Um, and Groom should be called Andrew. He's 3-0. He beat Salads. And, uh, you know, Andrew will be known as Andrell until he picks up his first W. Wow. Um, yeah, I, I guess I didn't realize it was the battle of for the name right Andrew last week. But now that it's been announced and declared, I think that's the way to go. So henceforth, there is only one Andrew in the league, and we just got an Andrell. Ooh. 
Yeah, I mean, he's having a tough week, winless. Um, he's picking fights with people. He got kicked out of the chat today. Yeah, that is uh, – it's, it's definitely not going his way. And, I mean, you know, to that end, um, we have the, the upcoming matchup preview section, which I know is a fan favorite. And uh, spoiler alert, me and we're, we're going to talk about you. Um, but – you know what? I, I, I'm not even. Let's not even talk about my my matchup with Andrew. And and part of it is like, I, I don't want to kick a man when he's down anymore. We, we said our we said our bit, but you know he's he's playing hurt. He, he's not at full strength. And I'll, I'll say this: I fully expect him to come out swinging and to show up. So I'm anticipating a battle. Somehow he's going to coax AV out of retirement or death or whatever weird state he's in now that isn't playing football. And I think I think his team's going to show up. I think we're going to put on a show for the league and uh, I fully expect him to be 0-4. Uh, yeah, I mean, you called it. Um, no, nothing ever goes wrong with the uh, pod jinx. So uh, look, look forward to that being one of the top battles this week. Indeed. I know I had another topic to talk about in the intro, but uh, behind the scenes update, we started and stopped this many times due to technical errors, and I completely forgot what that topic is. I I was pausing, and I was like, "All it says is your topic," and I, I don't know how to intro that. Now let's move on. It'll come back to me at some point. All right. So uh, we've buried Angel enough. Um, it's Wednesday, waiver night. Are we going to see some fireworks like we, we saw with CPAT? Um, that was definitely a hot topic. Uh, I think the um, pod just before forecasted that someone was going to go big on him. Um, my my suspicions were plots, but it ended up being Fox. I, I actually thought it was funny. It was like uh, his explanation sounded a lot like when the Bears were just in a bidding war against themselves for Nick Foles. No one else wanted him. Uh, yeah, so he ended up uh, being about seventy dollars uh, overweight on him, which, which is fine, you know. But uh, I, I, I wonder what the conversation would have been like in August if he would have been like, "Hey, Fox, in week three, you're going to spend seventy percent of your free agent budget on Cordero Patterson. Get ready for the season." <laughs> right. Yeah, I honestly thought we were we were headed towards two players that were worth more in blind bidding than they're going to score this year. But I, I actually think that uh, CPAT has a good chance of breaking uh, 89 points. So uh, it might be a solid pickup. Here's a, yeah, here's the flip on it. Was it actually a good pickup? Like, is it actually going to be that rare overbid that everybody makes fun of that works out? I mean, after three weeks of battle, Cordero Patterson is – a legit wide receiver too per point scored so far. I don't have any indication or reason to think why that will change. Yeah. My, my ribbing of Fox has less to do with CPAT, uh, the player in performing and more about the fact that he just went YOLO with the, with the money. But uh, yeah, it looks like it's, I saw on uh, Twitter today that someone said that CPAT is this year's JD McKissick. And I mean, Mike Davis looks like he's getting relegated to the bench. So um, I, I think uh, CPAT is going to be pretty much an every week starter. Um, you know, I hope that 
Fox continues to start him over Emmanuel Sanders and then take victory laps for when he scores two touchdowns on his bench. You know, I mean, he's already got two of the top three uh, or two of the first three uh, high scores of the, the year. So we don't need Fox scoring any more points. So Agreed. Um, this week. So I think the top guy is going to be DJX. I think that's just how it's going to play out. I think he'll, but I'm not anticipating more than like 30s. Somebody might drop like 35 on him. Thoughts? Um, I, I honestly, I was a bit surprised that that was your pick. Um, when you say someone is going to drop 30, I can only assume you mean Ron. And I'm not <laughs> sure he has that much uh, left after uh, firing it in week one on Elijah Mitchell. So, I think that might be the only way that uh, he goes lower. I think Ron actually needs a wide receiver as well because uh looks like Higgins is going to be out again. So it's definitely in the realm of possibility. But um, We do my, have a Bucks fan in the league. That's, that's true. Uh, my, my pick for, um, for the guy going for the most money tonight was going to be Josh Gordon. Uh, oh, just, that's right. That's it just right. seems like a very FPL move. Nope, nope. You, you're probably right. You're probably right. Uh, I forgot about him. Yeah, I uh, mean, just one washed wide receiver to another. So there is one guy that I think we have to keep an eye on, a sneaky pickup of the week. I think somebody's going to pick him up. I'm not saying it's going to be for a ton of money, but I think he's no longer going to be – a free agent. He's a wide receiver. His name is none other than Anthony Miller. Anthony Miller, I think, is going to get some action tonight. That's my bold pickup of the week. He, uh, yeah, I saw he scored a touchdown uh, last week. The, F- the FPL loves them some Anthony Miller. So he's, he, he's getting some action going. I think I think he's going to be a pickup. Yeah. So I don't know if people. Have- See my bankrupt slide uh, on the website, but I, it sounds like you're uh, you're adding uh, Presto to that list. That's my topic. That was the topic I wanted to talk about. So, how upset does it make you feel when you put all of that work into the slides on the, the homepage that nobody looks at and talks about? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm really happy you uh, you remembered the topic you wanted to say. Um, I know that's not true because people do comment. It's the same like four people that you would expect. So it's it's not all for naught. I got to say, like, I really like them. It's awesome that you do it. But I always forget that they're there and I don't think about it all the time. <laughs> Clearly, I forgot the topic. Yeah, it's... It's just something uh, I mostly do for me. Okay. <laughs> I respect that. It's, uh, I, I assume people don't see them because it's right below the rules where people still cannot figure out how to get to. Well, I think it's time. Check the watch. Yep. I think it's time. It's time. For guy or just the guy? This week's edition 
there's a twist. We're not going to do it on a particular player. We're going to do it on a team. Now, plenty of options in the FPL to cover for a guy or just a guy. Who is the inaugural choice as the team? I'll let you take it over, Putnam. Yeah, I mean, we haven't really spoken about this guy or team much, um, but he's off to a hot start, 3-0. He's been uh, making a lot of noise in the chat, so we figured why not break down the Operation Phoenix, uh, coached by the the French chef himself. Uh, What do you think, guy or just a guy? Well... Um, he's got Julio Jones on his bench who, well, not his bench, sorry, I'm looking at the roster. He's got Julio Jones, who apparently is a corpse of himself. He's got Deontay Nothing Johnson, A.J. Green, Adam Thielen, yeah, he's, he's getting the job done. Um, but then, like, MVS, I don't know. For some reason, he's still got Philip Lindsay. Um, I mean, Wilson's fine. I, I he rants about Kittle every week, like it's going to be different. But like, George Kittle got a ton of targets when the wide receivers had, or when the Niners had no wide receivers healthy for that year and a half. And since then, he just doesn't get that many balls. But he still gets upset every week about it. So, so that's happening. Um, you know, I it, it's. Brad, he he loves the early season, so I mean I think what I would say is he's always the early season champ. I think um, Operation Phoenix is a fairly apt name because only really old people would even know what Operation anything is, and that's pretty much what his team is made up of. It's like an all star team from. 2015. Um, he does have Melvin Gordon. I, I left him out. Yeah, I, I would say that Brad's coaching style is similar to if everything went right for Joe Judge. It's just like analytics, data, nope. Co- <laughs> coach him with my heart. And so far, it's worked out with him. And uh, He's, he's going to be battling a, a few lineup decisions. It looks like he's got a, quite a few banged-up wide receivers. I saw Julio's not practicing. He's already probably going to be without uh, MVS and Deontay. But, um, so what's the verdict? Guy or Jag? I mean, his team's good. He's a guy. <laughs> and I have to agree with you. I think he's a guy. He's got a solid squad. I don't think he's going to quite run the table, but uh, it looks like he's going to be in the playoffs this year. So we get to look forward to that. I just want him to keep uh, blasting Andrew and calling him out on everything that he says and does just because he's feeling it. Nothing wrong with that. Yep. All right. So I want to move on to the game previews. The first one that I picked is me and versus Pilots. And I picked this one for one reason. It, 
I'm dubbing it the hide the chicken wing bowl. <laughs> these these guys like to get together, play games with chicken wings. That's it. That's my whole analysis. You got anything? Um, no, I, I like it. Uh, let me let me let me uh, go to the quotes. Let's let's see what they're talking about this week. Let's look at a little chatter. All right, first step. I'm sure he'll do his best to get away, but he's gonna understand his place in this league. Next. Oh wait, nope. Sorry, that was my quote to Andrew this week. Wrong game. Wrong game. Wrong game. Um. All right. The Maloofs. We have to get after it. Okay. Uh, I like the attitude. There's no love lost between these two teams. Victor Cox, coach Matt Plout said. Okay. I mean, wow. These guys are all, all business. I think there's on... so much love. <laughs> um, so just to be clear, the quote is, there's no love lost. So they don't lose an ounce of the love. Uh, based on current projections, it's looking like the Cox handle uh, the Maloof brothers pretty easily. Um, Mahomes, is Barkley playing? Barkley's playing, right? Yep. Uh, Miles, he can't get rid of Sanders. Shark's sh- showing some life. He's got a pool of clay. Terry Kill's there. The corpse of Robert Woods and some guy named Fant at tight end. Um, I mean, look, if he if he gets the usual the usual score from his players, I think he's going to be tough to beat. Uh, Maloof's has got a tough one with what to do with Lamar Jackson at quarterback. Uh, they can't feel super great about that. Zach Moss at running back is not terrible. Lenny Fournette is not, not a good look starting in the FPL. Cooks, Jefferson, Kirk, Pittman, I mean – any given week could do well. Jefferson doesn't seem like he quite has the edge that he used to have. Having said that, he almost took me out last week, so screw that guy. Uh, Kyle Pitts, I mean, look, he's got to not feel great right now about Jackson, Pitts, hoping Jefferson carries him to some, some victory, but uh, I just don't see it. I think uh, the Cox are going to be too much to handle for him. Yeah, I – I don't really love most of the matchups that uh, Plouts has. Um, uh, yeah, outside I don't do of, that uh, That's too much work. Outside of Mahomes and Tyreek, but the rest is pretty garbage. I, I actually think the Maloof brothers they're gonna they're gonna get four hands on this cock and just take him to town. Wow. Okay. I, I think you're uh, excited for that one. Not as excited as Plots will be. <laughs> Fair enough. <clears throat> All right, let's keep it moving. Let's get over to your game. And other undefeated news, we have a 3-0 and team coming to town. How are you feeling about that? Um, yeah, I mean, uh, uh, we got uh, two division leaders uh, squaring off. Um, I just want Groom to know, win or lose, I don't respect you. And um, um, you've got quite the squad. Here's, here's a question I, I wanted to ask you. Does Groom have the team that everyone thought Prometheus was going to have? Oh. 
Um, well, before I answer that, I, I you know I gotta go straight to the source. Let's hear what he's got to say. We're playing the role of spoilers. That's a weird thing to say. He must have a lot of respect for your team. You know, he's he's undefeated coming to your house, and he, he still thinks he's uh, he's got to play the role of spoilers. Um, does he have the team that everybody thought Prometheus had? Well, Chase looks unbelievable. Diggs could be the wide receiver one in the league. Cup-Stafford connection cannot be stopped. Ridley's got a garbage scenario, but he's still, you know, a receiver that can just get it done no matter what. Uh, Mixon and Eckler are, are dealing to a degree. Cousins is slinging it all over the map. Maybe he does. Does, uh, dare I say, does he have the best quad of wide receivers currently in the league? I say yes. You know what? I'm going to put the pod stamp of approval on that statement. Groom now has the quad of the league. Yeah, I'm actually, yeah, he had uh, awesome wide receivers. Eckler, Mixon is really all he needs uh, at running back. His tight end is not going to kill him. And then uh, big move last week, uh, finally realizing that his quarterback situation was killing him. And uh, as he said, Cousins has been slinging it, so... It's going to be a tough matchup. Like I said, I, I, I feel without A.J. Brown, I'm a little bit of an underdog. But uh, we'll see how it turns out. Maybe Najee gets uh, another 14 catches. That'd be sweet. And uh, I, um, I hate to do this to you. Besides cut you off, that that I don't mind. Uh, <laughs> what, what I feel bad about, sincerely, I don't think you're going to win this week. I think he takes you. I think my prediction is Groom Groom takes it home. I hope you're yeah. not upset. I mean, I'm I'm definitely not good gaming him, but uh, I I would have to say that he is the favorite. Okay, you're not 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 doing anything. <laughs> Correct. Um. So, and moving into the last game that uh, you chose, um, we got a good matchup, sneaky. Uh, matchup between Brad and Ronnie. How do you see that one go? The game of the week. Um, I mean, we already covered Brad. He's, he's a guy coming into town, strong. Uh, Ronnie's in the woods planning, plotting, scheming, getting ready at Charlotte Beach Stadium. Um, let's see. <laughs> it, it literally says Charlotte Beach Stadium. <laughs> That was so random. Go to the preview section. Um, Oh, sorry, Charlotte. Uh, Bad calls even out over the course of the season, says Operation Phoenix Coach Brad. Okay, sounds like maybe he's trying to condition the refs a little bit. Maybe he's a little nervous this week. Statistics tell the whole story. Definitely, definitely sounds like something Ronnie would say, but I'm not quite sure what he's getting at. <laughs> sounds like something he would say after Jamaican car bomb. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, I think we just need to like have a Jamaican car bomb 
segment of the pod every week in, in honor of that that comment. It was uh it was amazing. We just need to figure out what the what the bit is, but uh that was that was a great comment. Yeah, they killed me. All right. So we'll start with Ronnie since he's coming or since he's the underdog. Can't love Tannehill. Taylor's not in a great spot. He's got a he's got James White in his lineup still, so I'm sure he's gonna sort that out. Uh, Hopkins, Scary Terry, he got Myers, Slayton, yeah. Darren Waller and the Rams. So I think the the take on Ronnie's team is as always, he's a wild card. He's just gonna throw stuff against the wall and you never know what to predict. He's got a couple of guys that can punch above their weight, but for the most part, he's gonna take some risk and going up against Wilson, Gordon, Williams, Cole, 20 points, Beasley, Julio, Renfro. Feeling Kittle. I don't I think his luck's gonna run out this week. I think the Phoenix keeps rising. And uh Brad might be top of the charts yet again. Yeah, Brad's gonna be insufferable. He but he's probably going to dispatch a Ron so early that he'll just be commenting on everyone else's game. Which is always a great FPL pastime. Uh yeah, I um I got a little carried away with that myself this weekend, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to tone it down a little bit, but uh, I make no guarantees. Yeah. Um. Anything else you want to discuss? No, I'm hoping we can have our first ever sub thirty minute pod, unless you sneak in some bits to to trick me behind my back, like usual. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna add those uh, post credits, uh, but no, I think uh, I need to uh, take a look at the waivers. It, it could be an, one of those nights where um, you know, like 20 guys go, but no one really goes for a lot of money. I just I think looking at the matchups, there's a lot of uh, barren lineups and a lot of injury concerns. So um, I want to make sure I get my bids in. So short and sweet pod. Good luck to you. Um, see if we can uh, both come out with a, a victory two weeks in a row. I will hope for nothing more in life. <laughs> All right. Till next week. Later. Later.